0: Hi, Joni.
1: Welcome back, listeners. You are listening to the daily edition of the Catholic Traveler podcast, where during Lent, we are taking you to the station churches.
0: Yeah, and today's a big one, one of the oldest ones in Rome. We were in Tristevere yesterday. We're still in Tristevere today. Today, we're at Santa Maria in Tristevere. So
1: another one of the first 25 parishes and maybe the first place mass was celebrated publicly, which is kind of amazing.
0: Yeah. It is crazy to think. Um, But this is right in the main piazza of Tristevere. So anyone who's been to Tristevere has surely been by this church, lots of bars and restaurants right outside. Kids play soccer in the piazza. There's a nice fountain. So it's kind of the gathering spot for the neighborhood. Um, And it's a, beautiful church inside and out. So outside, covered in mosaics, um, bell tower, little portico before you go in. So it's it's a really nice setting. It's beautiful. Yeah.
1: We actually filmed a three-minute theology episode on beauty outside of the church because it's so beautiful inside and out. But even the exterior is just, it's stunning. I Many people say it's the most beautiful church in Rome, and I think that's a hard Answer. It's a hard question to answer, but this is just a jewel of a church.
0: Yeah, it is. It's beautiful. Um,
1: so I was just reading the history of why the Christians got that land. And I thought it was funny. According to the North American College Station Church book, there was a dispute between tavern owners and Christians over the land. And so the the, uh, the emperor said that he would rather it belong to those who honor God than even if they were Christian, and so he gave the land to the Christians. Isn't that kind of funny? <laughs> I don't know if that's true, but I I like that idea.
0: But and now the the Christians the, in the neighborhood are filling up the bars. So,
1: yeah, it all works. It all worked out. <laughs> um, it's also historically a place where a, a miraculous fountain of oil sprung up about probably three decades before the time of Christ, and this would have been a Jewish part of town, trusteve. A lot of the Jews lived in the area, and this miraculous springing up of oil was an indication to them that the Messiah, the Anointed One, was coming. And so from the early days of Christianity, it was seen as a place of Christian worship because of this miraculous fountain of oil. And while you can't see the oil bubbling up, there is a, a marker under near the, near the altar that says, like, this is where the, the fountain of oil was. Yeah,
0: it says, like, holy oil on it, and you'll see people go up and touch the area. So this was a church that was founded by Pope St. Callistus. So we know him from the San Callisto catacombs. Um, but he formed, he founded this church. He was martyred right near this spot, and he was buried in the catacombs. Um, it was enlarged in the 300s so the 4th century. And the church that we see today was from the 12th century. So it's, it's old. It's a very old church. Like you said, one of the first ones in Rome and it feels like it inside. I mean it has beautiful Mm -hmm. mosaics, but the columns they're you can tell that they're big and ancient and probably repurposed from other places. The floor looks old and it's kind of wavy from where the ground has settled because it's right up against the river, so maybe the ground is softer underneath and it just it's dark. It just feels old and ancient. And it feels like the place where mass could have been celebrated for the first time in Rome.
1: Yeah. That's one thing I really encourage people to look at when they go to these churches to look at the columns because so often the columns are repurposed from other buildings. And so Sometimes they don't match. They don't even match each other. And that's one thing that I, you know, when you go to these churches, you really have to look at everything and really take everything in. The floor here is beautiful. So don't don't just kind of go in and say, okay, I've been to this church, but really take it all in because little details like that, that the columns are recycled is is just really neat.
0: Yeah, the Romans love to recycle. So yeah. you see that in a lot of churches. And even like the the. The floors, like the little bits of marble in the floors, a lot of times they were recycled from other places and then put together some of the mosaics. Um, So it it is fun. It's kind of like a little, your own little treasure hunt, scavenger hunt while you're in Rome.
1: I think the Church of Santa Balbina is one of the first places I saw, um, like in the floor, there were bits of of old, like there was inscriptions, but they had been like cut up and used. So they were clearly from other places and used in the floor. I think it was Santa Balbina and I, I forgot about that till just now.
0: Oh, well, hopefully the people listen to it. They can make the connection.
1: Yeah. yeah. So you said the church was built in the 12th century. It's neat. The apse mosaic is probably one of the most beautiful apse mosaics in all of Rome. We've talked a lot about apse mosaics. And it's neat. It was done by Innocent II, who was actually, well, he didn't make the mosaic, but he was Pope at the time. And uh, he was actually from Trastevere. And so it's neat that he was instrumental in making this church so beautiful because he was from a Trastevere family.
0: I didn't realize that.
1: Yeah. Hmm.
0: Yeah. And it's it's also thought that Peter and Paul would have lived over here, right? Or just Peter, the early Christians that mm-hmm. have lived in yes. this area of town. Um, it's right by what's now the Jewish ghetto. The Jewish ghettos across the river. Um, yeah. So it's not just the hipster neighborhood. It's also <laughs> where the early Christians <laughs> were kind of hiding out in the earliest days of the church in Rome. Um so it's it's special to be able to experience that
1: The one of my favorite saints St. Francis of Rome, um, Francesca, She her spiritual director actually lived here. And so she experienced some mystical visions here and she lived in Trastevere, so it makes sense. But um, it's just, once again, reminding us that these churches, they've been part of church history for so long that many, many people have come before us, either on pilgrimage or as prisoners of some of these places. And it just reminds us that we are in this long line of our, our Christian family, really.
0: Yeah, and especially this church being that it was from the 4th century like yeah. all the people that may have visited this church like from constantine to yeah like everybody
1: it's incredible
0: i don't know why i thought of constantine yeah. i guess cuz he had just legalized christianity yeah i mean, I mean he may have gone built, to mass there yeah or maybe he was at one of the pubs outside who knows <laughs>
1: It just reminds us I think that we're not alone. I think so often in the Christian life we can feel alone or we can feel like we're the only ones trying to live this Christian life and to know that even if maybe some of your friends and family aren't, you know, practicing the same faith you are, you are still in this family of of people throughout the centuries and they're cheering you on too.
0: Yeah. It's comforting, I think. It is comforting.
1: Yeah.
0: So uh something else not about the church but about us one of our very first podcasts was recorded here it was our first like on location podcasts the very early days so if you want to go back into the the archives and listen to that one that was kind of fun cuz it was kind of on a whim after only 4 years we had decided to finally record <laughs> the first episode which we did in a cc but this one was a couple of days later and we were like hey let's do one like on location and so you hear the bells of the churches and you hear people walking by and we were standing right by somebody's apartment door so
1: <laughs> that's right we we're
0: getting some like, cold. weird looks it, you know, <laughs> for me it was freezing but cuz i'm from the south yeah that was fun yeah yep. but that's Something for yeah.
1: So those are those are fun episodes. You should go back and look at our our archives, and it's a whole episode just on Tresevere, and we're we're standing right outside the church.
0: Yeah, and hopefully our audio quality's gotten a little better. That was just recorded like on a phone, holding a dead cat. Dead cat. Yeah.
1: <laughs> the for our listeners, the microphone's called dead cat, which always makes me crack up. But yeah, it's we like weren't the, actually holding a dead cat.
0: Yeah, the, you know, on the microphone you could put like a fuzzy thing that helps soften like wind. <laughs> um And it was windy that day. Yeah. So, yeah. And it's as popular as, as this church is, it's not one that I've visited that many times. I always say, like, I don't spend enough time in Tristevery. I don't know yeah. why. It's such a nice area.
1: There's it's, great restaurants. There's great gelaterias.
0: There's it's churches, a great place. Good shopping You're and like there you are can, great churches. Yeah, great churches. <laughs> You're like there's great gelato. Afterthought. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, I feel like I need to spend more time in every. When we first moved over here, our daughters took ballet right behind this church. There's a little oh. ballet school there, but even then, I didn't like explore just enough. It just feels like... That's your assignment. It needs more exploration. That's your
1: assignment today.
0: Okay. I'll do that. (laughs) (laughs) I'll head over there right now.
1: It's beautiful. It's just a beautiful... Winding Streets, very picturesque. Um, I actually... So I, if anybody... This is a shameless plug that I'm not getting paid for, but if anybody has Discovery Plus, which will be the new Magnolia TV network, Discovery Plus has a really great show about Bobby Flay and Jada eating throughout Rome and Bobby Flay goes on a pizza tour of Trastevere and it brings back so many fun memories. And so if anybody wants to, you know,
0: check it out, it's a, it's a fun show. You talked about him before. I didn't know who he was. I know because I, I was
1: getting ready to watch the show and then I watched the show and it was great. And they made, they talked about pasta and it was a lot of the similar stuff that you and Christina talked about when you guys made, you know, made your pasta for your patrons. And it was just, it brought back so many fun memories.
0: I still don't know who so anyway, is. I guess I should look into that. He's a
1: chef, and yeah, it's great. The show was really fun.
0: I also so. had no idea what you're talking about, like Magnolia and Discovery. So that's because you I'm don't out live of, in America. I'm out Every of touch. American
1: <laughs> knows exactly what I mean when I say Magnolia. They okay. think of two people. Yeah. Anyway, so and remember, we went to that Odeleg Gelateria in Trastevere. That was like really hipstery, and they had all the funky flavors,
0: some weird you know flavors. Like they had meat. Yeah. They had some meat flavors.
1: Yeah, they. We like, did not he, try those. I did not try the meat flavors, but the gelato was fantastic. It was just kind of funky. And they went there on the show, and I got all excited.
0: Oh, I was there. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. exactly.
1: So there you go.
0: Maybe I'll go there today, Joni. Oh, I'll try the chicken gelato.
1: (laughs) You should because it's Lent, so you have to eat like chicken gelato instead of like something good.
0: That would be a good penance. Yeah. Eat all the nasty gelato.
1: You can't eat chicken gelato tomorrow, but you can eat it
0: today. (laughs) Uh, Okay.
1: So, okay. Fish
0: gelato tomorrow. That's disgusting.
1: (laughs) Okay, everyone. Well, Well, I I, I don't think anybody's
0: going to be rating this episode.
1: Sticking with (laughs) us. I bet no one's listening anymore. Fish gelato. If anybody's still listening, they should comment on either Mountain's Instagram or my Instagram and just put fish gelato and we'll know that you listen to the end. (laughs) What do you think? You get points. Yes. Yeah. Very good. All right. Ciao people. Okay. Well, ciao, ciao. Bye Mountain. Bye.
0: Ciao, ciao.